What's up, you guys? You're listening to the Kenyo HQ podcast. Make sure you follow me at Kenyo HQ on all social medias and head over to www.kenyo.org to see my platform. Yes, I sell products, but there's a lot of free stuff you can enjoy, especially if you hit the creators tab at the top. See you there. Kenyo. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Kenyo here. It's December 28th. The year's ending. And um, yeah, I hope you're you're arriving at the end of the year cool. You're getting ready for the new year. You're excited. 2022 should be fun. Hope you're relaxed. Hope you're healthy. Um, Yeah. I've been making a lot of paintings, so you can check those out. Um, I've been putting them on Instagram, and then you can also go to Citadel on my art store on my website, or you can go to American.ProjectFloor.TV. You can check those out. The music today is courtesy. It's actually not music. It's actually the soundtrack. Well, I guess that is music. <laughs> it's a soundtrack. What game is this? Oh, it's Final Fantasy Tactics. Final, Final Fantasy Tactics, the PlayStation version. It's the music. Um, but yes, so, and music, yes. I'm going to put on new music. I'm going to put out this new. Maybe I'll drop it in the. Nah, I'm not going to drop it in the. I might drop it at the end of the podcast. Maybe now I'll do it since I said that already. But, um,. Gonna put out this new song flying, but um, I've also dropped recently. God is King, Find the Queen, Angel is out there, NASA's out there, um, the Growth EP is out there, all of which you can get from Kenya.org or your favorite favorite streaming service. Growth EP you can only get on Kenya.org. So it's a cool little project. And um, yeah, so let's go check that out. And, um, yeah, in the new year, I'm going to be doing more events, so I'm excited for that. It's COVID. COVID precautious as per you, well, as per new huge, as per new huge. Wow. Just got to come up with a new catchphrase for myself, as per new huge. As per new huge. Yeah, I got one of my paintings as my wallpaper on my phone. It looks really good. It's the blue one, one of the blue ones that I did. Blue is my favorite color. What's your favorite color? Oh, red and black. Red. Can't have two different colors. That's how it's always been. Literally since elementary school, it's always been. When someone asks my favorite color, I always say red. You do have a couple red and black paintings. That's cool. It's blue for me. I've been dabbling in red a little bit recently. Anytime you see me use red, know that it was an intentional one. Because red is the color that I resist the most. I use. Resist it the most. So now I use it a little bit more to flex that. You have to push yourself. Push yourself beyond the boundaries that you know. Because there's definitely more beyond your knowledge. It's a little quote for you. 
off the top. I like to do these off the top quotes. <laughs> One day maybe I'll do a collection of off the top quotes. I'm probably never gonna remember that ever again off the top. I start a million different ideas and only the cream rises to the top. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the country's looking good. Um, man, so many different things going on. I feel like everyone feels like they live in their own pockets, which they do. They always have state. Every state is different. Every city is different. But every country is different. What am I looking forward to in 2022? Um, let me think. What am I looking forward to? I think I'm going to be doing a bunch of GLKs, and I think that is going to be really cool. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, I think that's going to be really cool. Um, in And I'm going to be doing tracks. I'm going to be doing tracks at every GLK, so that's going to make it even cooler. Um, so I'm really excited for those specifically. I think that's going to be a new station and having the products and everything and the vending. So excited for that. Um, hoverboard. I'm going to, I, oh, I can go over my new hoverboard design idea. Let me give it to you guys because I'll probably forget this version. But I did, I was recording a video of it. I'm about to drop that on TikTok right now, actually. Um, basically, this is what I was saying. I've been, I've been doing a lot more research. And, you know, there's a lot of dynamics at play. But we want the most hoverish board, right? And so, really, I realized it is actually possible to have a board that is not connected to the ground, but it is completely suspended by air. How? You ask, but that's not going to solve all the problems because the board itself. So let's get into the first part. So what I'm thinking about um, is a two-part solution. The first part is by really looking at what we're doing with bearings. Inside of the bearings, inside of wheels already have bearings. Skateboards are really already kind of hoverboards, and I've talked about that in different ways. It's just about how good is it. Cars have existed, but do you want to drive a car from the 1950s today or do you want to drive the one that you're driving today that has all these added things to it and you call it and you get more and more and cars themselves they um, run on air pressure but even more so the bearings in a skateboard allow for um near zero friction which is why the bearings are very important you have to replace your bearings bearings go out um but I did, I've been doing some research as of late, and I've discovered, um, I'm probably saying this incorrectly, but basically aerodynamic bearings, which means that once you're up to speed, if you have um, glass bearings, I'm, I'm doing some research on ceramic bearings, because those already exist for skateboards, but and I might, I'm probably going to take those, honestly, because I'm not inventing a bearing, I don't have the resources, but that's going to be virtual hover right there. Because when air gets, um, when glass gets up to a certain speed and the friction, the air pressure actually creates a micron thick barrier of air just from the pressure of the movement and the thing so that actually you're riding on nothing. You're riding on nothing because the air pressure is forcing a barrier. In the, so that's what allows for 
the movement, the viscosity, the, the, the rotation, the momentum to not be lost when you're using bearings on your skateboard. So it makes it a lot better to try to kick and go super duper fast. The reason why you're able to go so fast is because you're basically not riding on anything. That bearing, the wheel is absorbing a lot of other stuff too. So going into the, so basically, yeah, getting the best wheels, getting the best bearings, and then let's get into the interesting part, which is the hover tire. Someone, I mentioned this to someone on TikTok, which I realized is almost the most useless thing to say, but I put it in probably in TikTok and I was saying some kind of hover tire. What I'm thinking right now is, so the wheels are going to be mostly taken care of and getting those at speeds going to be very cool. It's going to be mostly based off of sustaining momentum. Now, when you hit something and then being able to pivot, one that's going to be done by allowing, um, Basically, I've talked about the hover boots, and basically that's each boot basically having its own place to stand, uh, or it's either built into the shoe, this I haven't figured out, but I'm going to figure it out in 2022, where each boot has its own gyroscope, so that the pitch of the board actually allows for the maximum, um, which your feet kind of do naturally if you learn how to skateboard, but allows you to actually pitch with the board in a way that you're conserving the momentum of you, the weight of your body as well and then the hover tires what they'll do is um allow for contact to happen and i'm thinking like you have um this is what i'm thinking right now a tire and on where i had the um the lifter on the glider if you put a tire on both of those surfaces and you filled it to let's say 400 psi and then you put a valve on the back that allows it to release because it always wants to stay at 400 psi so if it hits and then that momentum of you hitting, let's say we even took it to a thousand psi, because what you're doing is, well, you don't want it to be too hard, because you want it to absorb, but this is the valve will help you do that no matter what, because it won't allow it to go over pressure, which isn't really hard to set up. The, the problem is how are you going to get air back into this system, because it's releasing air, but where does the new air come from? You lose air in your tire right now, you have to go to somewhere with an air compressor so that so that you can get compressed at that higher pressure so you can get your tire up to whatever pressure. So this one solution is to have like an air compressor on your back. But I was watching this other thing that was talking about the most efficient way to compress air is actually with water flow. So I'm thinking the hover suit carries around two gallons of water. And it's uh, when you're connected to the hoverboard, it's able to flow into a tank that um, will pressurize air and then it'll also release the water and that'll be something else maybe related to something I haven't figured that part out but the releasing of the water seems interesting to me but anyway um, it'll release the water but the flow of the water will compress new air and that'll be released by another button on the board where the weight of the rider and the rider's momentum will actually transfer into water pressure which will therefore so in this case the heavier the rider the more hover they will actually have which is something i was designing for because everyone was trying to call me fat <laughs> guess what now being fat is ideal for the hoverboard the more weight that the rider has is actually an advantage fools <laughs> anyway um <laughs> So yes, that is my new hover engine, hover tire system. That is, I have a sketch of it. I'm posting the video on TikTok right now. Anyway, what are you most excited for? Did you ask me in 2022? I think I'm most excited. This is Mr. Composition, um, by the way, you guys. 
the um, MC that about writes fiction. You know, like being able to execute. It's been a minute since I've been able to do like a really cool strategy and like see it all the way through. And twenty twenty two, I I want to be able to stay consistent. You know, with the strategy. That uh, even if it's just it's something for me to just feel good about within myself and being consistent at something like that, then you know, that's what I'm most excited about. He's also very hard on himself because he's executed numerous strategies over the years, which is why he's at right now. But as soon as he accomplishes something, he counts it as five million years ago. He's like, that's who I was, but who am I today? These new strategies, but I mean, you, you got lots of strategies. Why you can't you can't sell five thousand books and not know that you've been building a strategy along the way? It's never happened. I guarantee you. There's people with really great strategies. They're at they're at fifty. They're at fifty books. <laughs> they thought they had really great strategies, but actually, they just paid someone seven hundred dollars to make them a business plan, and paid someone else five hundred dollars to make graphics for them. And that all happened within a two-year plan because they take forever and they take forever to do stuff and they consider that having a strategy. It's not a strategy. If you don't have executions that complete along the way, that's all one iteration. Might have been a two-year expensive iteration and you might have learned a lot of other things along the way, which happens a lot. I think at the beginning you're slower and you always get past it because there's certain things you learn that it's just you're at a different, you're at a whole different level. You have Knowledges. You have tools. You have aggressions. But yes, your new strategies and the new strategy of strategies. It's gonna be dope. Uh, you guys, I'm giving you a lengthy podcast because I feel like you've been missing me, and I've been missing you. So I'm like, well, I don't know if I've been missing you. I don't know how this can help me connect with you. I really get the connection. What's my favorite type of connections? I do like comments um, to a degree. I realize that that's actually a very narrow perspective. I like a certain type of comment. Um, I like all comments. Never mind, I like all comments. Who am I to, to lie? You know, the truth is, I don't know if that even means who am I to lie. But me, I lie all the time on accident and on purpose. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so I forgot even what I was talking about. Let's just move on to something else. I must have lost, I must have lost interest in myself. My website, uh, kenyo.org, is a lot of fun. Get over there. Um, go to the creators page. I have free resources. I'm also trying to build a create uh, directory of just creators that I work with. Um, there's only like five people right now, especially ones I'm but anyway, just people that I work with. Um, or just people, um, I mean, it's gonna all be um, collaborators or clients, probably. Or else, how would I put that? Um, I'm not just gonna fill it up with random people. That's interesting. But anyway, um, you can't even do that legally, actually. But um, Kenya.org, check it out. Um, check out 
There's the new music, there's the growth EP, there's art, that's all stuff you can buy. Other than buying stuff, you can enter for the directory, there's a business directory in there. I have some videos in the Cypress area, I have like a gallery, go to the Cypress page, there's a gallery of photos and stuff. And then um, there's the hoverboard page, which is pretty cool, uh, you can do my biography. People like to check out my movies. <laughs> I got a biography. And um, yeah, you go to some of those other creators' pages. It's the composition is on the San Antonio page. You go there. It's on that page. It's only, it's only one click. Well, two clicks. Two clicks away. You go through all the stuff. Yep. Uh, what else? I'm posting on. Instagram right now. I'm also posting on TikTok and YouTube Shorts. YouTube. Um, I make my podcast with Anchor. I kind of wanted to do some more. I just talked about all the apps that I use. I make my podcast on Anchor. I do my graphics through Canva. I, um, I use AdSense for revenue. I use Anchor also has, has a revenue source. My website platform is, uh, I don't know if I want to give you that one, actually. It's not really a big deal. Duda.co. Um, uh, and my, what else, what else? What else do I use? Final Cut Pro for the editing. Um, on my phone, I don't really use any of those, though. I download some stuff every now and then. I've already deleted them, so... Um, Gmail for all my emails and a lot of organization. Google Drives, I'm heavy on that for organization, data storage. Uh, yep. I'm curious also about the technology that's dropping. Like, when we're looking at some of those top, you know, gadgets and everything like that, mm-hmm. I was just all right. Some of that stuff I really had no idea, but yeah. there was something, uh, you mentioned maybe last year, early this year, but the, um, the, what's going to be created from office furniture and office technology, especially with mm-hmm. more, yeah. more people. You know, I think people are going to have multiple, I think that's the first thing, having multiple computers. Mm-hmm. Moving computers from station to station requires you to be a little bit too organized and sophisticated, I think, for most people's ability to operate. So I think it's like, just like you wouldn't like bring your laptop into the studio necessarily. Well, some people would if it's one, but I think for a lot of people who are doing it professionally, they can't really handle it. That would actually be too chaotic for them. They have a computer that stays there and they probably don't do any other computer stuff, honestly. They probably just have that one computer, but they have personal computers that they do whatever. Do stuff on. Um, and they, I don't know what people do. Why am I saying that? They do. Oh, by the way, I use GarageBand for music. No, right now I use GarageBand. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I wonder what else. I think three D printers are making more more sense. Yeah, yeah, especially for production, especially when it comes to 
you know, you have a piece of technology that allows for you to make prototypes, or not even just prototypes. People are literally making full-fledged products that are going on there. That's a, the print, the three D printer is a part of the assembly line. You know, so like the people who are three D printing shoes and different things like that, like three D printer and just. You know, I was watching this one dude, he was going through like all the different filaments that you can get, that you can use for 3D printing. It was like this crazy one where you have to have like a really high level um, nozzle and base because the the ones that are more durable, they require um, higher level temperatures to set them. So there's this one that it has to be 400 degrees for it to extrude, but it can literally yeah, go into auto plays and sterilize it. It's resistant, like you can use it for, I don't know, you can crazy high temperatures. It's super durable. You can basically use it as a metal. So it's basically the same as 3D printing metal. I think it was called Peak. And then there's another one called Peak Carbon Fiber. And these things are just crazy powerful. <laughs> All the way to the other ones, like the dude who's making the shoes are like super duper soft and everything. And there's one that's like mostly wood or something like that. So it's like they're 3D printing wood, yeah. So, so <laughs> being able to three, and there's some that have you, that they can select multiple nozzles, so it can literally build in different materials. So it's like you can have part of it be hard and part of it be soft, or part of it be wood and part of it be plastic. So it's like getting more and more dynamic to where you might be able to print out an iPhone in yeah. the next 15 years or something, if they can really get it down, that's what's like, you don't even have to go to the store, you just put it here. Everyone's just gonna be buying raw materials at that point. If you can afford the raw materials and the and the subscription to the, or whatever, the cost of the, the digital file, however they do that. Right. Like $10 upgrade for the extra camera, for the data for the extra camera or something. It's gonna be interesting. The feature's gonna be different. That's one thing that's for sure. I think that's what I'm excited about because we're in the interesting times where it's just all like, you know, everything's happening at this um, way to where it's easy to get swept up, but it's so important to realize like you're, what you're able to do and what you Everything is gonna just because everything's happening doesn't mean you have to be attached to it. Yeah. It's unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, I found this podcast, one of these old I might even release them um on here and like do like recaps of them or something like that. But I found one of these podcasts I was talking about. And I was like bashing on social media back then. I remember my first reaction to social media was like I didn't really use, you know, the Instagram and the Facebook for a very long time. I was more Tumblr a little bit. Um, and that was the only one other than, I did do various forum and other types of websites. That was bigger back then, I feel like, like writer's websites. Did you ever do any of those? Um, I think the closest that I did to that was having relocation. Problem. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I think about those platforms because those were really good platforms to have people read or check out your stuff. Yeah. Because it was like set up. You could join like little communities on there and stuff like that. It was really about the art. I actually really don't think I would, I think for a young person who wants to be a writer, 
I think that is a really good way to get your your foundation solid and like in a cool way of being able to do iterations and getting because there's people in there who are like I remember people who give me feedback. I remember like the different types of people because there was like you know just a regular mom kind of shooting feedback, <laughs> and then there was this dude who I knew. But, like, he gives everyone like the real writerly feedback. Yeah. When he was on there. Because <laughs> he was like a writer. You got his profile and he's like, oh, yes, I'm actually uh, a 15 time publishing uh, author. <laughs> giving, I've also gotten five Madushkadu awards. Anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's a really cool. It's really cool. You get to explore the different cultures of being a writer at the same time and figure out what kind of writer are you? Are, are you the scholarly writer? Are you the, the poet who does this? Are you the whatever? Those, those are really cool. But yeah, more technology. I think if people can get away from some of the more shallow things, because if everyone, the more shallow things, seem or get, the more shallow they are. So if, if the more people prioritize, I think, intelligence and things like that, more things that help that will arise and be more current. So I'm looking for, I think it's going to happen. The next generation might have been quiet for a while, but they think everybody's dumb. And they're going to be smart. And the smart ones from them are going to start getting a little bit louder. They've been busy right now because they're being smart little kids trying to figure out their brains, but uh, hopefully they'll have some better ideas than y'all. Ho <laughs> ho! Roasting the audience! Welcome to another segment of Kimio. Doing, no, I'm not doing audience first. It's terrible. There we go. That's the people who be doing that would be like, uh, yeah. But you know, the thing is that I realized some could be plenty of stuff that they weren't getting reactions from. You know, like, yeah. it's just all like, certain people do want to be talking like that. I don't fucking know why I'd be damn, like, bitch. <laughs> I think certain people can just ignore it. People that have different cap capacities for ignoring random things. You know, about that's people. what's so interesting about certain um, people, like, on YouTube or Instagram or different things like that, is that they specifically stay away from the comment section, which is so interesting because it's just all like... I can't handle it. Yeah. But it's like, do the emotional work, people. If I get it. I don't go, because I, I told you, you know, like, I didn't go on the TikTok once for a while because it was just overwhelming. But not overwhelming because of... It's just the sheer volume is interesting. And you don't get paid for it. So it's like, I can't actually be hanging out here that much. But I could be because this is cool. Like, this is all on my platform. So... Really, on an energy level, I would love to go through every single comment because I know that, the, especially when you reply to comments, people are, they love you for a long time, you know? So, and I understand why. It's like you, you talk to them. They were interested in something that you created and you talked to them. Um, so I would love to go through every single one, but the sheer volume is kind of weird. But if it's like an emotional thing, I don't, I don't, I feel like after, you very quickly as an adult stop caring about other people's opinions. I, or not everyone, but I think after 30, it's going to be really hard to you care too think, much about But it. think about some of these people who are uh, successful in, in social media. Well, oh, that's true. If you're worried about them, because it's like you're always trying to figure out what your, if your audience is going to still have to I think that happens if you start on some you know, stuff that's not 100% authentic to you. Because it's gonna change, but I don't. 
Anyway, it's okay though. You still come back. Don't don't feel down about it. You just figure out what you want to say. Because what you want to say, I think, is more important than what people want you to say. You and you got to find the fine line. That's why you have to be able to find that sweet spot, the honey spot, where you can have both the things that you're. You want to say and things that people would like to hear you say. All right. You can find that cross section. It's basic conversational skills, really. But I think that's not always the easiest thing to learn. I think artists do a really good job at learning conversational skills because we just talk to so many random people, and so many people come up to you with good energy that you get to talk to you and start all kinds of conversations with you because you may think about something that um, artists or or professionals, I think those people end up sometimes being able to develop good skills. It's interesting. How often does a person have conversations that they want to have or conversations about the things that they're interested in? I'm like not everyone has that luxury. Maybe not everyone is around someone who likes this thing that they like or that thing that they like. And what do you do with you know that absence and the energy? Anyway, Anchor is telling me that I'm running out of time. So you guys, end of the podcast here. This is my 2021 wrap up ramble, and um, I hope that you have a, a blessed, blessed um, 2021 and a blessed 2022. Mr. Cobbs, it's really close. Oh, man. Um, com. Uh, you can check out my uh, manga, my cannabis, manga-style comic, the most random manga ever, uh, volume one momentum. Um, <coughs> of course, Ideas of Illusion coming up on its five-year anniversary come March of 2022, uh, Invincible Summer, on our streaming platform. Boom, well, we only have eight seconds left to end it there. Unlimited plugs. No, I'm just joking. All right, see you guys. Peace. Woke up this morning with an empty heart and no pressure in Got in a hole, frustrated to dirt. Just because I'm right doesn't make it easy. The ghost of places past is still a haunting feeling. My back's back and I'm leaving. But my feet barely trying My ticket's in end and I'm breathing Like I'm afraid of flying To up the world To get at the point As if I 
could ever feed in all out I couldn't understand the way the bags were stacked casting shadows against the wall it always feels the same leaving footprints in the same I know it's just a place but somehow it holds me down my bags are packed and I'm leaving but my feet are barely trying my tickets in and I'm breathing like I'm afraid of flying My bags are packed and I'm leaving But my feet are barely trying My tickets in hand and I'm breathing Like I'm afraid of flying Thank you so much for listening to the Kenyo HQ podcast. You guys follow me at Kenyo HQ uh, on all social media and platforms. And make sure you head over to www.kenyo.org. Check out the creators page. Hit that creators tab for a bunch of free media articles, uh, the hoverboard, and all sorts of really cool stuff. And make sure you put your email in the newsletter so I can be emailing you stuff. See you.